0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to tonight's episode. It is January first, twenty twenty-two. So, first day of the new year, first episode of the new year. Happy New Year's, guys! Um, you know, hopefully, last year was was good for you. If it was, hopefully, twenty twenty-two continues to be good for you. And if it wasn't. <laughs> then hey you know fuck off 2021 and bring on 2022 but in this episode we're gonna talk about a lot we got a loaded show a loaded one today and a lot on COVID updates and a lot a couple things on china weaponry uh they're weaponizing uh, brain control. We'll talk about that at the very end. And how NASA is hiring priests to prepare for an alien encounter. Now, before I get into all this other COVID stuff, I actually I want to bring up a couple, three, four articles. Uh, three articles, it looks like. Of... That I had earlier this year, and I want you to think when I'm when I'm going through these articles. I want you to remember this stuff as I'm going through the current events, the current issues going on right now. Okay, and I, I like to do that because sometimes we all need a reminder of where all this started right this hasn't been going on for the past few weeks months this has been a two-year ordeal so for example this article is from the usa today it was back in february 17th 2021 health officials say that the coronavirus will likely become an endemic an endemic in the next several years. What does that mean? So that's the headline and it goes on to talk about how COVID's never going to end and how we just need to deal with it. And this was in February of early this year. This was maybe what barely a month into the uh, the vaccine push at this time only healthcare workers frontline workers could could really receive it. It wasn't really readily available for the public until a month or two after. And they're already talking about, (laughs) on USA Today, an endemic for the next several years. So think about that. Also, same time period, uh, this is the last week of January of this year, of, of this year, of 2021, Biden Health Advisor Warns of virus variants, future lockdowns. So, I mean, this dude was warning about variants before the any variant was even even came out. That's interesting. Yahoo News. This is um, from the New York Times. Despite vaccines, the U.S. has lost more lives to COVID this year than last year. And this is an article from 2021. So, despite the vaccines, the U.S. has lost more lives to COVID in 2021 than 2020. And this was right around the time where Omicron started to peek its, peek its head around the corner. And my favorite article, and this is actually, this ties into what we're going to be getting into next to start off the episode with the arrests of the unvaccinated in New York City that's continuing to happen. This was from the Epoch Times, I think it was about two months ago. 80 House Republicans vote with Democrats to pass bill funding funding federal vaccine database. This bill, also known as H.R. 550, will grant the federal government the authority to appropriate $400 million in taxpayer dollars to fund immunization system data, modernization, and expansion. Basically, it's a computerized database that's going to record all your immunization doses, all your vaccines. So, yeah, where you live, all your information, your phone number, everything. So, just like the new COVID pass does in England. But we'll also get to that later. But let's get into the arrests of the unvaccinated that's continuing, uh, not, uh, yeah, throughout the country, but a lot of it in New York City right now. Because that is the mecca of, uh, like I've continued to say it over and over again, what happens in Australia goes into Europe and whatever happens in Europe later happens in the United States in big blue states like New York, Oregon, California, Michigan, and also, some some big blue cities: San Francisco, L.A., parts of San Diego, New York City, um, even uh, places in uh, in Texas like Austin. Right, they call the, the they call Austin the blueberry of Texas because Texas is a, a well known red state, and Austin is v- extremely liberal. So they call it the blueberry of Texas. But most of this stuff that you're seeing is coming out of New York. Now, whatever's we needed, just like we needed to really pay attention to what was going on in Australia and what's going on in Europe, we now need to pay attention. It's hit the shores of the United States. And we need to really pay attention to what's going on in New York because New York is like the pilot program for what they want throughout the entire country. Okay. Joe Biden said on a, um, I think it was the the day before Christmas or something like that, that no longer, uh, from a federal level, can they do anything to stop COVID. Um, Mainly because a lot of his stuff that he tried to push out has been, has been, has backfired and it's been fighting back in the courts. Right? So... He's basically just saying, hey, it's up to the states. Now, what that means is a civil war. Now, if you're thinking like a civil war, like back in 1865, where people are shooting at each other, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. because You never know. But I think it's going to be more of like a Cold War, Civil War, you know. Like a cold civil war, where you're already seeing it: people moving from blue states to red states; people who are more liberal are moving uh, from red states to blue states. People, based off how they vote and how they live their lives, what their, their values, their principles, they're moving to to states that that follow that and practice those those principles and like Florida and, and, and Texas and that's why you have a lot of people moving out from California i ran an article uh, on the last episode where for the first time in years decades you yeah, the first time since uh, i think 20, 2020 and 2021 where you had more people statistically leaving California than you did moving in. That hasn't happened in decades. That's a problem. And I think that's due to a lot of how a lot of these blue cities have handled the pandemic, have handled these these vaccine mandates, the mass mandates, and have handled crime. They've let just crime just go rampant, just out of control in a lot of these big blue cities. Homelessness is out of control in a lot of these big, big, blue cities and people are tired of it. They're leaving, including me. I've got about four weeks left here in San Diego before I take my happy ass into Arizona. And I can't wait to at the end of 2022 to vote for uh, Carrie Lake, who I would love to be the next president, uh, the next president, the next governor, maybe the president, you know, who knows, but the next governor of of Arizona. Now getting into the arrest of the unvaccinated, there was a couple videos too, exactly. There was a Burger King sit-in. So we had a bunch of people who... And this is actually a healthy mix of Black Lives Matter and Trump supporters, and I've already went through in the last episode of how this is affecting um, heavily minorities. But anyway, they 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 come in the Burger King, and basically, you in New York. And, and, and in LA and in San Francisco, but in this case, in this video, you can't, they're they go into the Burger King to order a burger and they can't say, Hey, you need to show us your VAX passport in order to order an extremely unhealthy, fat, and greasy whopper. Doesn't make any sense. They all get arrested. Right. And they just don't. The thing is that it's not just a few cops that come in and they're like, come on, guys, get out. You know, we don't want to do this. No. During the 2020 riots, NYPD was nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. They stood down. They let, they, they actually, even right now, crime is through the roof. These cops don't care about solving real crimes. They don't, but they'll go out of their way to go 10 to 20 deep of officers to a Burger King to arrest five people who just wanted a burger and didn't show a vax pass. There was another video of NYPD going into a kid's. Um, there's a, I don't know where the restaurant was, but there was a, a, a dinner birthday party for a kid and the officer is looking down at the kid directly at the kid. And he says, quote, if you don't have it, you're going to have to leave. If you leave voluntarily, you will not have charges pressed against you. Otherwise you will be arrested for criminal trespassing now he doesn't say criminal but he says arrested for trespassing but what they're doing is they're arresting them and then they're charging them with criminal trespassing now the the, the video with the kid aside um criminal trespassing okay first of all, tr- trespassing in general uh, involves simply entering onto a land or property without the consent of, of the landowner or the, the owner of the property. Um, a trespass does not require a state of knowledge, but only requires the act of entering. Now, a criminal trespass involves entering or remaining in a place knowing one is there without a license or a privilege. See? So there's the demonizing of the unvaccinated again. It's not good enough to give these people a trespass. Hell, when I did, when I was loss prevention, asset protection, it's a secret shopper. And I had to bus shoplifters when I was at Home Depot and Target for years. Majority of the time, I we would call. In fact, I think all the time we would call the police if they ever showed up. Most of the time, the the sheriff's office, would, the sheriff's, the deputies would be good at, at, at showing up. But the police, uh, the police departments, more specifically, like let's just example, SD, uh, San Diego Police Department, they would never show up. And if they did, it would be hours. You'd have to wait for them, and, and sometimes they would come in, and it would be like a burden for them. So they they don't care about shoplift, and most of the time they would just write them a citation, even if we if we if we told them, hey, we don't want them here, give them a trespass, they would just give them a a, a trespass, right? Um, I mean the BLM riots and looting, they they didn't receive any trespass notice. Oh, but for the unvaccinated, because they're domestic terrorists, remember the Department of Homeland Security back in August of 2021 labeled the unvaccinated as domestic terrorists. That's a fact. And so, of course, they're going to go and trespass them with, with a criminal trespass because they're trying to demonize the unvaccinated, right? And this is shown throughout history. Perfect example, you know, obviously Nazi Germany. Um, it's the small things that lead up to the big things, right? Now, you know, instead of NYPD or any police department, uh law enforcement agency that 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 goes and out of their way to arrest unvaccinated people for simply wanting to order food or buy a pair of jeans or something they're not these people aren't police more specifically the NYPD they're not the police anymore so we need to stop calling them police cuz they're not policing anything they're not doing their job what they are doing is enforcing vaccine mandates. They're vaccine enforcers okay they're the new SS for vaccines. So you need to start calling these people what they are and they're vaccine enforcers. And <clears throat> the, the thing is is that if if PD if law enforcement keeps it up, Right? Because think about it, they already have Democrats and Black Lives Matter. Half the country already hates them, they don't respect them. So the other half of the country that was yelling Blue Lives Matter all throughout 2020, um, and majority of 2021, were the conservatives, Republicans, right? Trump supporters, majority of the people who are unvaxxed. Now, if you go against them and start arresting them for stupid shit, well, then you're going to have PD hated from 100% of the country. But, see, that's the thing. That's the plan. Okay? it's These people want to create these these elites, these people, these politicians. This is exactly what they want to create. They want to create instability. They want to create a civil war. And this is how you do it. You take PD out. Everyone who doesn't want to be unvaccinated, everyone who wants to fight for freedom, you take them out of the military. You take them off nursing and doctors. And you take them out of PD. And so now, who, who do you have left? I know I've said this before, but who do you have left? You have people in the military who are cowards, who are willing to do whatever the whatever it is that their government tells them to do without question? Sound familiar? And the I'll quote, "I'm just doing my job," or "I quote, I'm just following orders." And when it gets down to it, when you when they have because they need people who, <clears throat> when they give the order to drag people <clears throat> out of their houses, they need them to follow that order without question. And what better people to do it than people who just took the vaccine without question, right? Who will just take the booster without question. Same thing with police departments, doctors and nurses, same thing. You can't trust any of these doctors or nurses who took the vaccine and who have to show a COVID passport a COVID card to 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 have their employment. You can't trust them because at the end of the day, they're corrupt and they're they'll never be truthful with you because they can't be truthful or honest with themselves about where this world is going. So just think about that the next time you see one of these videos or you see people taking booster shots, the omicron shot, uh, you know, later er, later this year, <clears throat> just just think about that. The temporary New York governor uh is it Hochul? Hochul? I don't know. Who cares? It's the female temporary governor uh, for New York. The one that replaced um, what's his uh, pedophile self, uh, Cuomo. Um, <clears throat> she dropped the COVID vaccine requirement for transportation workers, citing crew shortages. Now, <laughs> listen, New York is having a shortage of transportation workers due to the mandates. So, because of that, it's not because nobody wants to work. The mandates are firing everybody. Just like with the hospitals being overrun, it's because of the mandates. There's not not enough nurses, there's not enough doctors to help out. The hospitals are being overrun because of these mandates. And so New York is forced to stop the mandate for the transportation workers cuz a lot of them aren't taking it and <clears throat> these companies for the, tr- the that that for the transportation workers are letting them know like hey listen governor uh, 90% or 80% or 70% whatever it is is a large number of people that aren't going to be taking this vaccine so we're gonna to have to fire a lot of people, and that means that <clears throat> you're not gonna have bus drivers, you're not gonna have people on this operating the subway, you're not gonna have Lyft, Uber drivers, whatever it is. So uh, that's why they they're not having the requirement for the transportation workers anymore. Okay, that's why. Now I want to get into moving along to a video that I saw on Twitter. Uh, it's of Aaron Rodgers. He's on a sports talk show. Uh, what's the sports talk show? It's a it's the punter, the former punter for the Colts. I forget his his name. I don't really watch his show. Um. But he had Charles Barkley on, I think, another week. And Charles Barkley was like, oh, I love the vaccine. The vaccine's great. Everybody should take it. And then he had Aaron Rodgers back on. Listen, this guy doesn't care about what's going on with these vaccines. He could care less. Okay, The only reason he's bringing on Barkley – Who's pro-vaccine? The only reason he's bringing Aaron Rodgers, who's unvaccinated, is because he he is the ratings. Okay, this guy this guy doesn't have the ability to form his own opinion. Uh, He he does a sports talk show. That's his life. Okay, he punted foot he punted a football for the majority of his life, and now he just and now he talks about punting footballs for the rest of his life. That's what that's what we're dealing with. But anyway, I enough talking shit about this guy. But let's let's get into the video where Aaron Rodgers is talking about the vaccine again on this sports talk radio show. And it's kind of the same thing. It's about five minutes long, and he's just talking about how the vaccine doesn't work. And this is why. The only reason I'm still – I'm not even following the NFL, but I'm following the the Packers because I would love Aaron Rodgers to win the Super Bowl and to hold up the trophy because that means with the NFL and Roger Goodell pushing these vaccine mandates, pushing these booster shots on the staff now, soon-to-be players, and all these stupid mask mandates, all these fines for people who don't wear their masks, and all this craziness, bullying of unvaccinated players and staff. How great would it be if someone who's unvaccinated, who's been talking shit about the, the lack of science behind it, holds up the trophy in front of Roger Goodell's face? I mean... You couldn't ask for anything better than that. So let's play the video. And then after this video, we're going to play a, um, a video where Joe Rogan goes off on fat vaccinated people who are shaming unvaccinated healthy people.
1: You know, I, I've gotten accused of spreading misinformation uh, when I talk about my, you know, the treatment plan that I used. Uh, to get better. That's been used by a number of people and doctors. If you watched uh, Dr. McCullough on Rogan, who's, he's a cardiologist, epidemiologist. He goes at length to talk about, and he's double-backs. He talks about the treatment plans that he uses with people. I think one of my issues, and I've, I've brought this so many times, is one, they don't talk about the fact that uh, you know guys are, are getting better using this, this uh, people are getting better using these things. That's fine. You don't want to talk about that. How come in a league where we're seeing with 51 guys on the list yesterday, there's still zero conversation, at least publicly, around treatment options for people that that test positive? I do know behind the scenes, this is 100% true. There are many teams who are using or recommending a lot of the same treatments that I got for their players. Dr. Joe Rogan? There's treatments being talked about behind closed doors, but – publicly, I don't understand why we can't talk about treatments and and because I think it needs to be not just talked about with the NFL players, but with the rest of the country, that there are ways of whether it's Delta or Omicron, it seems like there's, there's not, you know, there's not a lot of major symptoms. But if you have Delta, like I did, there's treatment options that actually help, you know, And, and if you don't agree with the ones I use, well, let's come up with some other ones, you know, instead of like sticking a person, you know, Putting ten days in isolation, you know, with, and, and not able to see anybody and zero treatment options. To me, that's just if science can't be questioned, it's not science anymore. It's propaganda.
2: Ooh, wow. you're gonna start some shit. That's <laughs> a deep mean, that's
1: statement. the truth. What what when when someone comes out with a with a scientific study, right? What do they always say? They say it's a peer reviewed, right? What does that mean? It means that. People in the same field have gone through it and questioned the hypothesis and questioned the research and looked it up to see, does this research stand up? That's what science is all about. It's about forming hypotheses, questioning those, testing those, and then releasing the results. That's, I mean, when did science become this blind uh, agreement with, uh, and then not having any debate over what can actually heal people and, and work for
2: people. Well, that makes sense to me. well Aaron, the, the reason is is because as soon as you say one of the things you just said, and you said a lot of things there, so I want to let you know I appreciate you speaking your truth, how you feel. Well, A 500-page report is something that kind of gets thrown aside whenever they talk about you, but they hear you say one thing, so they think you're against a massive amount of doctors that have said, hey, this is what we should be doing, this is what we should do, and that's how they get all their information. Now, granted, I have been very open. Charles Barkley came on here and said he's a vaccination guy and he gave his reasons why he promoted it. And I was thankful for that. I think everybody's situations are situational. They should understand that the other side exists. And you just so happen to be one of the faces of one of the sides that some people don't know or appreciate that they exist. And as a society, I think we gotta get to a point where like, let's just fucking move along here, right? Aaron, is there anything that's gonna come that's gonna change your mind on all this or no?
1: Look, I think at the core is that i don't have a problem if somebody is vaccinated okay that it's your body your choice
2: hey i'm vaccinated by the way i'd like to let everybody
1: awesome you made a decision you thought was in your best interest and i researched and i have other issues you know my my, talking about my allergy like to the mrna vaccinations like but i made a decision that was in the best interest of my body and that's what it should be there should be the freedom to choose what's in your best interest not uh you know uh, mandates a sweeping that, that disregard people who have pre-existing conditions or um, compromised immune systems, autoimmune diseases, or allergies to ingredients in the vaccine. That that puts you in a whole different category. And that should be okay. And also it's, it's you're making decisions for your body. I, what I don't understand is vaccinated people blaming non-vaccinated people because the vaccine that they took to avoid getting the virus didn't stop them from getting the virus.
2: Well, I want to let you know that you probably are going to get a lot of mentions about how much they hate what you feel. But I feel like you've been very consistent. You've been
1: consistent, though. I'm, I'm sharing my opinion. I'm not a doctor. I get it. That's what people hammer me most about. But I consulted with a number of doctors, MDs, naturopaths, homeopathic doctors, and figured out what worked best for me. Okay? I'm not some uneducated person who's doing so bad that you want to rip on me because I took horse dewormer and whatever else you want to talk about, that's fine. But I also got better in 48 hours. And I had symptoms.
0: So, there you go. There was the Aaron Rodgers video. I mean, everything you said there was pretty correct. Uh, now, uh, during that video, I actually looked up, it's Pat McAfee. So he was the former punter for the Colts years ago, and it's called the Pat McAfee Show. If you want to look that up, now a couple of things that one of the things that Aaron Rodgers brought up that I feel like I should speak on was peer-reviewed studies. Now I'm only bringing this up because when I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, he had John Abramson on. Who he's an MD. He's a lecturer at Harvard School. He's a national drug litigation expert. Okay, and he wrote a new book called "Sickening." Um, I think it's called "How Big Pharma Ruined America and How We Can Fix It." But in during the the episode on the Joe Rogan Show, he talks about peer-reviewed studies, how sometimes how they're a little dangerous or misleading. Because what is a peer-reviewed study? It's, well, depending on the type of field, you have doctors, uh, scientists, climatologists, virologists, uh, you name it, right? Whatever it is, let's, let's just use an example as, let's say, climatologist, right? Somebody who studies the climate, does research on climate. And this particular person writes a paper, and his peers, a number of his peers, review it, and they say, hey, we agree with your research, and there you go. I mean, that's a pretty simplistic view of it, but that's that's pretty much what it is. And they say, okay, cool, That it looks good, your research looks good, and there you go, it's peer-reviewed. Now, the problem with it is that most peer-reviewed um, papers are, 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 leg- are legit. The problem is, though, is that with a lot of these peers, you have to go through, one, the scientist. Or the doctor, or the climatologist, whoever it is that that wrote the paper, you have to research that person and see what what are they studying, why did they write this paper, um, what's their agenda on it, right? Is it just to tell the truth? What are they pushing something? Um, are they getting paid by somebody to do this? Same thing with the peers who review the paper. You know, I mean. There's there could be corruption involved. Where how do you know, especially with these vaccines? How do you know these this doctor or this scientist who's who's virologist, whatever, who's writing a paper on vaccines or COVID? How do you know they're not getting money from from Big Pharma or they're not working for a university who the university is pushing an agenda. Therefore, if a university is pushing an agenda and this professor it writes a paper on a specific topic and it's reviewed by other peers who are who work for that university or in that field and they agree with it, is it is that peer-reviewed paper legit? Or is it corrupted? Is it tainted? So that's one of the things you have to also question. It's a shame, but it is one of the things you have to question now because so many people are pushing agendas now higher up people and they're 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 paid off by these big big corporations. So, the the next video I want to talk about is one where it's a two minute long video. It's where Joe Rogan basically goes off on fat vaccinated people who are shaming unvaccinated, healthy people. Now, after the video is done, I'm going to go over a long list of, it's not that long, but it's a list of, of, of statistics from the CDC, um, where it shows different age groups. Um, and, and we're going to talk about, the deaths from COVID and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the numbers and really kind of dive into it and see who's really dying from COVID. And is it as dangerous as everyone's been pushing it the last two years?
3: For most people that are fat and unhealthy, let's, listen, man, you are no matter what. You're no matter what. Because even if you don't get COVID, you're going to have a heart attack, okay? You're not going to make it anyway. Like, I don't know what you're saying about, you know, like, we're in danger and you're not. Like, bitch, please. (laughs) Bitch, please. You can't, like, exonerate yourself from decades of being a slob. And being a, a person who has no consideration about their health yep. and about their obesity and about the kind of food they put in their body and their lack of vitamins and exercise. And all of a sudden, you're health-righteous? F*** you. <laughs> F*** you. That's been my whole life. That's my, my, I'm, my whole life is about being healthy. I've been healthy forever. I haven't been sick in 11... 11- years i got sick one time it was with covid and it was only for a couple of days and you're telling me that you're the one who's doing the right thing and the smart thing and you're the one who's healthy get the out of here that's straight nonsense and you got to confront those people on it yeah because they run around all self-righteous like i got the shot you're gonna be in trouble if you get the covid we have a virus on planet earth and it's the
4: world elite who have decided that they're the stewards of this planet and they're going to decide that there needs to be population control and they're going to decide who gets to live who gets to die who gets to thrive who gets to prosper and who gets to go into desolation and poverty
0: so there you go i mean joe Rogan is not wrong now as i said before the video According to the CDC, I, I, I want to get into these numbers because a lot of what you hear from people who are, the, who are pro-vaccine is, well, according to the sti- to the stats, to the statistics, which I don't know where they're getting these statistics from, because if they're getting them from the VARES report... Um, we're looking at a different issue here. Okay. We're looking at thousands of tens of thousands of people who have had not only who have had adverse reactions to this thing. A lot of them serious who are still having issues with it post vaccination. And thousands have died from this vaccination according to the vares report now we all know that if you don't know the vares <clears throat> reporting system this is it, it's controlled by, by the cdc but <clears throat> a lot of times it's strictly from the hospitals where they input any kind of adverse reaction from uh, it's not just from covid vaccines from flu from all different types measles whatever all different types of vaccinations and they input it into the VAERS reporting system and of any adverse reaction. The problem with it is that it takes like 30 to 45 minutes to fill this stuff out. And most doctors and nurses, they're not filling this stuff out, okay? They're not going to fill it out, and a lot of it gets underreported as well. So whatever numbers you're looking at, You could you could pretty much double, maybe even triple those numbers. Now, according to the CDC, and these are numbers that that were updated uh, as of December fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Throughout the pandemic. Through 2020 through December 15th, 2021, 797,000. Okay, so really about 700. If you kind of round it up just a little bit, it's 798,000 people have died in the US from COVID. Now, We're not going to sit here and argue because there's a huge difference, obviously, between dying from COVID and dying with COVID, okay? Now, I guarantee you, I would say a lot of these numbers are not from COVID, they're with COVID. But let's just assume that every single one of these deaths are from COVID, you have ages 0 to 17 who you have deaths 655. So, from ages 0 to 17, 655 people died from COVID. Ages 18 to 29, you have 4,781 people. Ages 30 through 30, through 39, you have 14,144 people that died from COVID over the last two years. Ages 40 to 49, 34,233. Ages 50 to 64, 147,351. Ages 65 to 74, 181,273. And ages 75 to 84, 80, 205,613. And then ages eighty-five and older is two thousand and nine two sorry, two hundred and nine thousand four hundred and fifty-three. Now all that equals in just seven hundred and ninety-seven thousand five hundred and three deaths. Seventy-eight percent of those deaths from COVID. Were people who were obese, and that's coming from the CDC. Okay, approximately 78%. Now, since then, you've had 900,000 adults who were hospitalized in the US since 2020. 31% of those were obese. Are you starting to get the picture here? Now, you have, if you take the ages from 65, because I just ran through the numbers, 65 and older, Okay, that's where you get the majority of your deaths. Ages 65 and older, that's 246... Uh, And then I, you know what, if you put in 50 to 64 also, so ages 50 and up, you actually had the majority of the deaths, because if you look at ages 40 to 49, 34,000, and then it is an extremely high jump when you get to ages 40 to 49, I mean, sorry, 50 through 64, 147,000. That's when you start getting the big numbers. So. Ages fifty and up, that's more than seventy percent of the deaths from COVID. So if, if if you're younger than fifty years old, right, especially if you're younger than forty and you're in shape, what the hell are you taking the vaccine for? And this this if you're looking at it just from st- a uh, statistical standpoint this just looks like the flu and that's and, and this is assuming that every single one of these deaths are from covid and that's assuming that you know none of these numbers are tainted so if you look at the amount of people who die from COVID right it's 798,000 that's the updated number now if you look at the population in the United States it's as of 2020 it's 329 and a half million okay so if you percentage-wise if you do the math That means that out of 329, roughly 329 million people in the United States, only 0.25% of the population died from COVID in the last two years. Isn't that incredible? That's less than 1%, well below 1%. And then even within that point twenty five percent 70% of that are people who are 50 and up in the age bracket. And then within those, all those deaths, 78% of that are people who are obese. It, folks, it's, it's just, it's, I'm not saying COVID is not real, but I think that, uh, we're we're freaking out a little bit too much about it if you're just going off statistics I mean how many times do do people in black lives matter love going off of statistics about oh how many black people have been shot by the cops right same thing on the right hand on the right they love using statistics to prove that that's wrong how many times do you with football with basketball do you see all these analysts and experts of, of sports and they'll dive deep into numbers to figure out who's gonna win games and and, and and betting odds and stuff like that. But we won't do it for COVID. Why? Because there's money involved. Because it's political. So we just went on for a while. So let's let's uh, let's take a break. After the break, we're we're gonna get into the recent episode of uh, the Joe Rogan podcast that I just I uh, listened to last night. Actually, while I was doing lift, I forced my passengers to listen to it. Uh, It's a two minute long video when we get back from break of, uh, Dr. Malone and, uh, Dr. Malone is the inventor of the nine original M MRNA vaccine patents, which were originally filed in 1989. He has close to a hundred peer reviewed publications, which has been cited over 12,000 times he is the medical, medical director of a Unity Project, a group of 300 organizations across the U.S. standing against mandated COVID vaccines for children. He's also the president of the Global COVID Summit, an organization of over 16,000 doc- doctors and scientists committed to speaking the truth about COVID-19 pandemic research and treatment. Um, this is the same guy. I bring him up because um, he's he's gonna talk about the hospitals, right the corruption in the hospitals, uh, the corruption with these big pharma pharmaceutical companies and how they're paying these hospitals paying these doctors and stuff off um, for COVID deaths. So he's gonna talk about that with two minutes. He, he he got suspended off of Twitter, his Twitter account who had half a million over half a million followers. He was an, obviously he's out. He's an outspoken crit, critic of the vaccines rules and mandates, even though um, he's he took the earlier on in the year. I think he took it in February. He took uh, two doses of the Moderna shot. He had a horrible reaction to it. And he said even today he, he's, he hasn't felt the same. Um, Twitter provided no advance warning before his suspension, but they did state that violating uh, this is what they sent him. Violating our policy on spreading misleading and potentially harmful harmful information related to COVID-19, you may not use Twitter services to share false information or misleading information about COVID-19, which may lead to harm. Which is crazy because this is this is the guy who one of the nine inventors of the mRNA vaccines. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So we're going to, after the break, we're going to play that video and uh, yeah, you know, we'll just kind of continue on. All right. Welcome back. So we're going to proceed to play the video from Dr. Robert Malone and then we'll kind of, I got some um, VAERS adverse effects reporting system uh, numbers to share with you. And we'll go over what he's talking about in the video as well. So here is Dr. Robert Malone.
3: All that stuff, all that noise that's inherent in the system. Now you just glossed over the financial incentive um, to report a COVID death. What is that? What is the financial incentive? Because there's all these rumors that you would hear about what a hospital gets paid per COVID death, and that the government gives them money, and that they're incentivized to make something market it down. It's not rumors. Rumors. Um, now, I don't have the specific numbers at the top of my head. I'm not a hospitalist. I'm not a
4: hospital administrator. But the the numbers are quite large. There's something like a three thousand dollar basically death benefit to a hospital if it can be claimed to be COVID. There's a financial incentive to call somebody COVID positive. The CDC made a determination in year one. This is why
3: all of our baseline data is junk. What is the financial incentive to say that they're COVID positive? The, That's why the PCR cycles are ramped up so high?
4: I, the, I, I, again, knows? you're asking causation. Right. I, I can tell you that the hospitals receive a bonus from the government. I think it's like 3000 bucks if someone is hospitalized and able to be declared COVID positive. They also receive a bonus. I think the total is something like 30,000 in incentive. If somebody gets put on the vent, then they get a bonus. If somebody is declared dead with COVID, COVID. Okay. So they have an incentive at the front end to declare somebody COVID, a COVID case. The CDC made a determination that they, they were going to make a core assumption. If PCR positive th- and you die, that is death due to COVID.
0: So let's, let's, let's break this down. Now, what he's talking about is the incentives that hospitals have from the government. So the government, who's controlled and paid off by big pharma, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson, Merck. Uh, the U.S. government's controlled by them, so the U.S. government gives incentives, rewards, whatever the the hell you want to call it, to hospitals, which then hospitals then control the doctors and the nurses and tell them what to do. Okay. So every time somebody gets a COVID. Let's say you go to the hospital. You're a little sick, and if you're not sick, right? You you have to. The protocol is that everyone gets tested for COVID. So if you if you get tested for COVID and you're COVID positive based off the rapid testing, and you have to be hospitalized for COVID, then they get a bonus or an incentive, whatever it is of three thousand roughly three thousand dollars. okay. Now I could be off a little bit on the number. Um, I was trying to look it up during the video, but I do remember from past research that it is around that number um, I was, that that's I think it might even, might even be five or even seven thousand that they get. but regardless, they get thousands of dollars for every time a patient comes in, they test positive for COVID and they had to be hospitalized for COVID. So don't you think that these hospitals want to skew the numbers? Don't you think that when they were getting paid anywhere from 30,000 to $40,000 for every patient that they had to put on a ventilator, which ventilators don't work, They just blow out your lungs and and eventually being put on a ventilator. That's basically a death sentence, but they don't care because they're getting 30 to $40,000 for every person that they, that they shove a tube down their throat. And then on top of that, they're getting anywhere from 50 to 60,000 for every time that they, that a death occurs due to COVID. So wouldn't you, even if they didn't die from COVID, if they died because of other comorbidities, wouldn't it make sense? I mean, you hear it all the time. People who, their death certificate, they're like, "Um, no, my husband, my wife, my brother, whatever it is, they died in a car accident. Or no, they died of cancer. Stage four cancer. And it says on their death certificate, COVID that they died from COVID. Well, it says that on the, on the difference certificate, because they just, they want that money. So listen, all these hospitals, they're all corrupt. All these doctors, all these nurses that are in these hospitals, the whole thing just reeks of corruption. Um, I wanted to go back cause I got some numbers from the various report. Um, This is between December 14th, 2020 and December 3rd, 2021. This is just in the United States. This isn't even counting foreign reports from obviously Europe and Australia from China, um, which they use different systems. This is strictly just from the VAERS report, which we know for a fact, it's extremely underreported. So, whatever the numbers we have, and we have just from those dates in a year, it's just under 10,000 deaths for, that were reported from the vaccine 9,136 deaths. You can pretty much triple that, even if you double it, right? Because it's heavily underreported. Let's just say... Let's just say... Don't even triple it. Let's just say double it. Okay, that's... That's roughly 18,000... 18, 19,000 deaths. I mean, you get six deaths. They just uh, had to recall some fucking lettuce... Because of E. coli. Because it found out they... It killed, it killed five people. Five people. And they recalled a bunch of lettuce. Kills a couple... A couple dogs... And they recall some some puppy food. They find out that that some hairspray um, ends up, uh, after 10 years of research, causes cancer. And they have to recall all the the particular baby powder, hairspray, whatever it is. But you have thousands and thousands of deaths. And triple, quadruple that of not even deaths, of, of, of serious adverse reactions to this and no one's no one's stopping it. I mean come on. It's just reeks of corruption. But most of us know where this is headed. Most of us know why this stuff is 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 happening right now and it's because it's control they want an excuse for a worldwide a passport, a social credit passport. Um, The NHS app that's used in, uh, this is an app that's used in England. It was originally to track COVID, COVID cases. Um, It's basically now being used as a social credit pass. So on this app, you have to have your vaccination status, has anything from your mental health condition, um, your individual's lifestyle, ethnic status, your political opinions, I guess who you vote for, and alleged criminal convictions. Where you live, yada, 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 right? Just like what the federal database, that if it's passed through this year, just like what that's going to have here in the United States. This is all to get what China and what Canada has now also is a social credit score system where it's not just a credit score anymore. It's a social credit score. So if you litter, if you don't do something nice, whatever it is, you 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 know you you're late at taking out your your garbage can. You skip on the trolley and and you don't pay your fare. Um, you jaywalk across the street. Guess what? You can't buy. it just it just got lowered. Now you can't live in a nice area. This is where it's going. And. They're really trying to push it hard and fast right now because everything else, this whole COVID story, is breaking down around them. The wall is crumbling. And so they have to push this new world order as fast as they can before too many people wake up and it just, and their plan crumbles. This is from the New York Times. Israel weighs whether to approve a fourth COVID vaccine dose. Some scientists warn that too many shots might actually harm the body's ability to fight the coronavirus. This is what uh, the conspiracy theorists, as they're called, warned of a year ago. In, in Israel, they're on their fourth dose right now. And where in Israel, you have the freedom pass where you can't do anything without your, not just your third dose, your your fourth dose now. And so now it's coming out saying, hey, this actually might harm the body to fight the coronavirus. You think? I mean, this is what people have been, these conspiracy theorists have been talking about for over a year now. Uh, CDC just came out saying that if you're exposed to COVID after getting your booster shot, so you got your booster shot, you've been exposed to COVID. Day one, you have to test. Day two to four, you're quarantining and you're staying home. And day five, you're testing it again to see if you're okay to leave your house. And then, but during those 10 days, uh, the 10 days you're wearing a mask, which by the way, the CDC um, came out and instead of 10 days, it's only five days now, if you're vaccinated, which they're doing that only because of Omicron. So many people are testing. So now you have so many employees, especially for the airlines. That's why it has so many of the airlines uh, flights canceled because people were calling out sick. And they wouldn't come back for 10 days due to COVID. Yeah, it's it's not about science. It's not about your health. It's because these companies are losing money. So these CEOs are like, yo, you need to cut this in half because we're losing money. Our vaccinated people that we forced to get vaccinated, yeah, they're out for 10 days because of Omicron because it's mostly vaccinated people that are getting this. But imagine getting imagine getting a booster shot. Imagine getting your your two vaccines, your two doses originally, going out and getting booster because you were to get boosted up, and still being scared of COVID. So you go out and test, and then within those ten days, you're quarantining because you're scared, and you're wearing a mask even though you're boosted just imagine that level of fear of retardness
1: we will not comply with
2: the institutions take illusion all we want
0: Now speaking of fear, I told you earlier on it's all about demonizing the unvaxed. Article from the Hill, just a few days ago. Pentagon must act to prevent extremist recruitment of unvaccinated service members. Biden admit administration should take several additional steps to ensure that separated military personnel do not become susceptible to extremist messaging and recruitment. So basically it's the unvaccinated people in the military who they forcefully kicked out are now being watched by the government. Because they're domestic terrorists now. I mean, they, they just said it. They have to act to prevent extremist recruitment. Extremist recruitment from who? Who are these extremists that would recruit unvaccinated service members? Hmm. Oh, the other domestic terrorist groups of the unvaccinated... Who aren't military personnel, who potentially could recruit military personnel who know how to fight and could possibly stir up an uprising. See, it's it's baby steps. It's there are people who will read that article, or will. You know, watch the news talk about that specific thing and they'll st- sit back on their lazy boy and they're like, oh my God. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, the unvaccinated, they didn't want to stay in their their, their st- stupid, far right, extreme domestic terrorist. They need to be stopped. We need they need to be watched. Yes. Yes, we need to arrest the people at Burger King because they didn't have their vax card because they just wanted a burger. Yes, yes, we need we need that. Yes, we need the military and the police to forcefully enter into people's homes who are unvaccinated to forcibly give them shots or to drag them off into COVID camps. Yes, we need that it's it's going to happen folks yahoo news is it covid-19 or just a cold here is how to tell if you start getting sick essentially you have to assume it's covid unless proven otherwise so there you go folks the flu doesn't exist the common cold doesn't exist cancer doesn't exist Car accidents don't exist. Like Literally, there's no other effing way to die except COVID. That is the only thing out there killing people. So, if you get sick, oh, you have a sore throat, you have a headache, whatever it is, you have to assume it's COVID. You have to go out, get tested, standing in Hours long way of uh, an hour's long wait, wait in line to get tested because that's what they want you to do too. They want you to get used to having to take time out of your day, your day off because you're not doing this during work, you're doing this on your day off, and they want you to to practice standing in line to get tested. Right, So then you're used to standing in line to go get food, to go get certain supplies when the government shuts down and when the country goes to shit. You'll be used to it because you did it with COVID. Listen to these symptoms. Common cold symptoms. Runny, stuffy nose, sore throat, cough, congestion. Common flu symptoms: fever, cough, sore throat. You can have a fever with a common cold too, a light one. But most of the time, when you have a flu, you you get a fever. Fever, cough, sore throat, body aches, headaches. Right. Common COVID nineteen symptoms: fever, headache, sore throat, runny, stuffy nose, body aches, and then the big one. Loss of smell or taste. Hmm. Common Omicron symptoms. Cough, fatigue, runny, stuffy nose, sore throat. Interesting. It's... Listen, people are... They're panicking. And evidence of that is is from USA today, California becomes the first state to record more than 5 million known cases. I mean, majority of, of what is happening right now is whether it's unvaccinated or vaccinated, we can get into that over and over and over again. But the point is that People are panicking over Omicron. They're panicking over Delta. They're panicking over COVID. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to, in a, in a continued, perpetual state of fear. And, oh, they're coming down with a common cold or flu? Nope. You don't have the common cold or flu. You need to go get tested immediately to see if you have COVID. And if you have COVID, you need to go directly to the hospital. That way the hospital can collect incentives. See how that works? Where is the prevention all of all this? Let's just say you do get sick and you think it's COVID. You go get tested. Go to the hospital. The hospital, what's that going to do? If you have a serious case of COVID, a serious case where it's life-threatening, they're not going to give you any 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 uh, anything to beat the COVID. They're not going to give you any vitamin packs. They're not going to give you um, ivermectin or hydroxy- hydroxychloroquine uh, or anything else that might work to beat covid they're not going to give you any of that they're going to put you straight on a ventilator and they're going to kill your ass so then they can collect that 50 grand so what are you doing to prevent you have a better chance of beating covid at home in your own bed with regular vitamins and other and other medicines you have a much better chance than going than going to the hospital Listen, there's no, when did we stop doing the normal things to combat the common cold and flu? Because that's what this is. When did we stop taking vitamins or drinking some fucking orange juice, uh, drinking plenty of liquids? I mean, come on. Instead, people are walking around with masks on their face, freaking out over somebody who doesn't have a mask on, even though uh, as they're having their mask on, they just smoked a pack of cigarettes the day before. I've seen people with a mask on take their mask off, suck down a Coke and eat a burger, and then put it on because they want to feel like they're healthy. Or they... As I'm picking them up, they're sucking down a cigarette and they're putting on a mask and then they're looking at me weird because I don't have a mask on. You just suck down a cigarette. Give me a break. You're going to tell me that you smoke a pack a day and, oh, but you're vaccinated so you're healthier than I am? I don't smoke? Huh? Huh? Do so I need to play the Joe Rogan video again? Uh, here's an article from EPA, the Epoch Times. we were talking about earlier, hundreds of flights canceled. They're still being canceled. Okay, uh, just on December twenty seventh, three thousand three hundred fifty nine flights were canceled globally, and sixteen thousand twenty six were delayed. That's just December twenty seventh. And we're a week into it. And they said, oh, it's due to a combination of issues, including but not limited to potential inclement weather in some areas and the impact of the Omicron variant. Yeah. okay, Sure. Whatever. No, it's people who have the common cold. They have the flu and they know they can get 10 days paid off of work. So they go get tested every time they have the, the effing sniffles. And people don't want to work anymore. That's the problem. Take the testing away. Take the mask away. And this whole COVID thing crumbles. Another article from the Epoch Times. U.S. Navy warship pauses deployment after COVID outbreak among 100% vaccinated crew. So now it's starting to impact the military. The, the, The vaccines are starting to impact the military. Uh, it's just like just like how China wants. Epoch Times. NBA COVID numbers still rising. Miami Heat player Khaleb Martin, or Caleb, however the fuck you said. It, uh it's almost inevitable. As in it's almost inevitable that that everyone's gonna that you're gonna get sick. Uh you think, dude? This is the com- it's basically the common cold. Get used to it. It's never going away. So live. you need to live your life normally. Miami Heat, Miami Heat um, coach Spolstra, I think they said his name right. I don't care. Says, quote, this virus is so complex that it really isn't about us. Now you're dealing with the complexity of a new variant. And if you've been fully vaccinated and have a booster shot and you feel fine, then hopefully you return to play or return to work as a staff member can be quicker. So he's an idiot. So thank you, Spolstra. You just proved to me that you're a fucking idiot. Um, listen, people like that don't even talk to them. Don't even talk to them about COVID, about masks, nothing, because you'll never change their mind they're far they're far gone. It's too late for them. So, let them depopulate themselves, let them sterilize themselves. They're, it's probably a good thing actually. They'll never have kids. Um let's let's, let's take another break. When we get back, we're going to get through an article that I just I happened to read from the Washington Post. Um It's a story about basically everyone who's followed the rules about the mask mandates and taking their vaccines um, who get COVID, how they shouldn't be ashamed. So it's it's a lovely, lovely story. Uh, So we'll get back. We'll get into that once um, once the break ends. Okay, welcome back. From the Washington Post. Thousands who follow the rules are about to get COVID. They shouldn't be ashamed. For two years now, Aline, a graduate student in Ohio, has diligently, desperately even, protected herself against the coronavirus. Vaccinated and boosted, She took a test last week ahead of a holiday travel to Atlanta. She was stunned when it came back positive. She's still puzzled over how she got the virus. Was it because she wore a cloth mask rather rather than a medical grade one? Now she worries that the cough she has could worsen because she has diabetes. I feel very embarrassed. Okay, first of all, let's take a break from the article because she wore a cloth mask rather than a medical grade one. So now you're telling me that that cloth masks don't work. that I have to have a medical grade one. So even what doubling up on the cloth mask, cloth mask doesn't work. So what's been working for apparently for two years doesn't work anymore according to the Washington Post. And she now worries that the cough. ooh, you have a cough, and it could worsen because she has diabetes. So you're more than likely you're 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 not healthy because you have diabetes. So maybe put down the big Mac and the Cheetos and drink some fucking orange juice. okay? Quarantine for a day, sit in your room. And uh, you'll be fine. Pop in some vitamins, you'll be fine. It's a common cold. Hey, back to the article. Quote, I feel very embarrassed and dumb. It is causing my family stress, and it is eye-opening that I feel so much shame from it. I realize how much judgment I was secretly harboring against people who got it before. End quote. Breakthrough cases are becoming more normal and less of an exception. CDC warns that these cases are now likely to occur. Health officials have stressed that it is crucial to be fully vaccinated and boosted and to get tested frequently. But even those safeguards aren't a guarantee against infection. See, so it's, it's, it's normalizing having COVID forever. It's normalizing, you know, hey, go out and get tested every day. Take time out of your day to go get tested. Hours out of your day. It's normalizing, you know, the demonization of unvaxxed people. It's their fault because you have to continue to wear a mask. It's It's their fault because you have to wear a medical grade mask instead of a cloth mask. It's your fault because you're fat and you have diabetes and you have a cough and you might have Omicron. It's their fault, not your fault. It's not your own doing. Back to the article. Massachusetts, one of the most highly vaccinated states, 74% of them are vaccinated in that state, reported 11,431 breakthrough infections, the most in the last two years. Peter Hotez, who is the dean of the National School of of, uh, Tropical Medicine at Baylor College of Medicine, says some people have misunderstood the role vaccines play in preventing illness. Here we go. Believing that they protect against any and all infection. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how smallpox, that's how measles, that's, that's how it works how vaccines work right you take the flu shot you're taking the 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 smallpox vaccine so then you don't get smallpox take the measles vaccine so then you don't ever get measles you take the the flu vaccine so then when you do get the flu you your body can fight it off Hopefully, that when you do get the flu, you don't even recognize that you have the flu because your body is able to, to fight it off easier. Not these vaccines where you you're, you're triple boosted, and you're still getting infected. You're still being hospitalized. You're still being sick. That's not a vaccine. That's it's not how they work. Back to the article. I'm going to read that back over again. Uh, He says, some people have misunderstood the role vaccines play in preventing illness, believing that they protect against any and all infection. That's just not the case. Just two to three months after getting the Pfizer booster, protection against the Omicron variant drops from around 75 to 30 percent. Bottom line is that getting infected with Omicron can happen to anybody. So normalizing it. That's all that's doing. Normalize it, normalize it, normalize it. Okay. Remember the article that I read at the beginning of the episode before we got into it? The endemic, right? The guy talking about uh, Biden's health administrator, uh, health advisor talking about future variants and, and and all this other stuff. It's an endemic. It'll never end. You're always going to wear the mask. You're always going to be taking vaccines. Get used to it. You're always going to be taking a day off. You're one day off out of the week from your job. You're going to be spending it in line to get COVID tested. And then meanwhile, they admit that uh, the booster shot doesn't work. This booster shot was created for the variants, right? You're taking the booster shot because the original vaccine that you fucking took doesn't work anymore. And that's according to the CDC. That's a fact. It, that that if you take it, whether it's Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson, whatever the hell you take, the original vaccine wanes over four to five months. So after four to five months, maximum six, um, your vaccine don't work no more. So you had to go get the booster. S- see how it works. And then now they're saying the booster shot doesn't work against Delta really. And oh, it doesn't work against Omicron now. So now you're going to have to go get the Omicron vaccine that's coming out in the next few months. So watch that happen. Uh, another article from Epoch Times. Here we go. More Another way to slowly demonize the unvaccinated, Fauci says, vaccine mandate for domestic air travel would be welcome. However, Fauci didn't explain why he believed the requirement requirement would be necessary. Well, of course he didn't, because um, for health, it has nothing to do with your health. It has everything to do with control. The unvaccinated are bad people. They're domestic terrorists who aren't doing what the government's telling them to do. And you just can't have that in a tyrannical, um, you know, in a tyrannical state, in a a police state. Can't have that. So you got to slowly get rid of these people. So if you're unvaccinated, get, just get ready, because the next two three years, you could find yourself living in the fucking woods. I actually wouldn't mind that, to be honest with you. Uh, Epoch Times. Biden, quote, I'll decide on a vaccine requirement for domestic travel when the medical team recommends it. So President of the United States, basically, again, you know. Listen, this dude is not in control. So, whenever the medical team puts together a plan on how they're going to do it, and the reasoning why you're hearing about all this right now, domestic air travel being uh, not available for the unvaccinated, is because they're getting used to hearing about it. It's going to happen, folks. Um, I would even say probably by spring, maybe even by summer, the latest. You're gonna. It's gonna be required that you show your papers, your Nazi papers, to get on a flight. Uh, another article from Epoch Times: Fauci's retirement. Speaking of corruption, Fauci Fauci's retirement at 350k per year, biggest in U.S. government pension history. But hey, it's not about money. It's about your health, right? CBS News. Many of the U.S. New Year's Eve celebrations called off amid COVID surge. On Wednesday, the 29th of December 2021, more than 431,000 new cases were reported, according to the CDC. New York State smashed its daily cases record with more than 67,000 new positive tests in just 24 hours. A 65% increase in one day. And mostly New York is uh, fully vaccinated. And a lot of them are actually triple boosted. Triple boosted. They're triple vaccinated. So, that's where all your cases are coming from, folks. The vaccinated. I'm not saying that the unvaccinated aren't dying. I'm not saying they're not getting hospitalized. I'm not saying that they're, that they're not getting covered either. Okay? I'm just saying... If you don't go out and listen to the fake news, the majority of the vaccinated people are the ones that are getting sick. Fauci said prior, uh, the day before um, New Year's Eve, quote, what I would suggest people not to do is go to a very large 50 plus person party or event where people are blowing whistles and all that sort of thing and celebrating. And you don't know the vaccination status of the people in the environment. So there you go again, blaming the unvaccinated, demonizing the unvaccinated. You don't know if the, uh, don't go to the party. Oh my God. The unvaccinated might be around. You don't know. There might be an unvaccinated person next to you. Don't go stay at home. Okay. And, And, And listen, Fauci doesn't care if you go out and celebrate. The guy's a nerd. Okay, he's collecting three hundred. He's 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 a he's a millionaire. Okay, he's a nerd with millions of dollars, and you know, he probably goes home and 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 jerks off to child pornography. Okay, I mean, listen, I wouldn't be surprised. Especially with all the stuff going on at CNN, all the pedophile stuff, the, the pedophile rings going on at CNN right now. I mean, how many times has Fauci been on CNN? Reuters. Experts warn of U.S. Omicron blizzard in weeks ahead. Oh, it's an Omicron blizzard. Health experts warn of severe disruptions in the coming weeks as Omicron threatens hospitals, schools, and other sectors impacting daily lives. Booster shots are expected to be authorized for 12- to 15-year-olds by next week. So first week of January, second week of January, um, they're going to start killing kids. 290,000 new reported cases are reported uh, each day. That's a record new case. That's record new cases in the United States. Maryland, Ohio, and Washington, D.C., all heavily vaccinated, mind you, saw record hospitalizations as overall COVID hospitalizations in the U.S. rose 27%. I don't understand. Everyone is, as far as the numbers... Right? You have almost 70% of people in the United States, maybe 65%. The majority of the country, I would say, is, is vaccinated. And now you have a record number of hospitalizations. You're not having the record number of hospitalizations if it's just on the unvaccinated, right? It's because if we're such a small group, then we're not gonna really affect hospitals that much. it's the vaccinated. They're creating these these variants and they're getting sick from them. And and it's also if you read its so sort of record hospitalizations, as COVID hospitalizations in the US rose twenty-seven percent. You could go in and have the flu. And you can still test positive while having the flu. You can still test positive for COVID. They call it the COVID flu, which you have the flu, but you test positive for COVID. So you're always going to test positive for COVID. This is, um, I'm not going to play the video. It's a super long video. Um, I couldn't edit it, but it's a video I saw on Twitter from the CDC director Walensky on why the CDC shortened the isolation period from 10 days to five days. Uh, she said, quote, it really had a lot to do with what we thought people would be able to tolerate. See, I mean, she said the choir part out loud. It really had a lot to do with what we thought people would be able to tolerate. So Bloomberg, Bloomberg business, the U S flu season has arrived on schedule after taking a year off with flu hospitalizations rising and two child deaths reported. So we've never in the news, we've never reported on the news about elderly deaths or child deaths from the flu. And now all of a sudden we are. And what do you mean took a year off? What the hell are you talking about, Bloomberg? A a virus doesn't take a year off. The flu never took a year off. They just stopped reporting it. They just counted a lot last year. They counted and they're still doing it this year. They're counting the flu cases as COVID. Took a fucking year off. Um, Oh, this is good. So on Twitter, I saw from the account, the Illinois Holocaust Museum. They have an account on Twitter. Listen to this. They said, To ensure the museum is as safe as possible for visitors, volunteers, and staff, we will require all guests, ages 16 and up, to show proof of full COVID-19 vaccination to enter the building as of January 5th, 2022. So a place where you get to go in and see how the Nazis mistreated and then eventually killed millions of of Jews um, and made them wear the Star of David and had like certain passes that you had to carry you have to show your little nazi pass to get in kind of ironic, isn't it? Can't make this stuff up, folks. Uh well last last night the new mayor, the old mayor, the um De Blasio, the clown De Blasio, worst mayor of New York even um, Democrats, a lot of Democrats Think that Blasio was a horrible mayor I mean that's how you know You suck Right If you want to know If you're a horrible Republican Most Republicans don't think you're good Right Like um, Mitt Romney Most Republicans hate him That's how you know you suck at your job Okay And when most Democrats hate you You, you suck at your job you're a horrible mayor. Now, the new mayor—he's okay, a black man. He's sixty-one years old. He's the new hundred. He's the hundred and tenth mayor of New York City. He just got sworn in last night. Um, he is the son of a house cleaner. He was previously a uh, New York City police captain before he entered politics. Uh, he's calling himself the quote future of the Democratic Party end quote. Um. Well, we'll see about that. There, there, buddy. So um, I haven't really done too much research on this guy. I heard that he's tough on crime. We'll see. I mean, I guess he's. I mean, there's a lot of corrupt police captains. Listen, at the end of the day, he's a Democrat. He's a liberal. Um. We'll see what he does. He could be just as bad as De Blasio. OK, uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with that, what he does with the mandates. Uh, we'll see how he handles crime. Um, uh, you know, we will see how he deals with the nine point four percent unemployment rate, which is double the national average. Uh, you know, and we'll see how he deals with this hike with the high crime rate and we'll see how he deals with Black Lives Matter. So. Uh, yeah, I'll be obviously watching, even though I'm not in New York. But again, New York's member, New York City, and New York State overall is is the pilot program for what they want in the United States. So it's gonna be very interesting to see what Eric Adams does. So I will be paying attention. Uh, let's go on our final break, and then when we come back. We're gonna really push through and wrap this up. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go kind of through this, some of the stuff that I saw through the San Diego Tribune, um, a video from the Epoch Times about a pilot that it's speaking about his vaccine injury, and a little uh, fun thing you can do at home or on your phone, I guess, through Google uh, that I got from an account that I follow. The defiant party on instagram we'll talk about that and we'll also talk about other news how china is pursuing brain control weaponry in a bid to command future wars and uh nasa preparing for alien contact and what that means so uh all of that after the break we All right, welcome back to the final segment. Now, once in a while, I go and get the San Diego Tribune and I just kind of go through the, uh, just see what kind of bullshit they're pumping out. And I realized something. After reading article after article, browsing through the whole newspaper, I would say about 80% of that newspaper was all about COVID and racism. And it just shows you what type of propaganda they're trying to fill with your head, right? Um, Just to read you some of the articles and stories that there were in the newspaper, the entire newspaper. Emergency rooms in county overflowing. House House mask mandate fines piling up. U.S. COVID cases soar to new records. Workers in San Francisco, who are in high-risk settings, will need boosters. Variant rips through Europe as residents hunt for tests. More children need to hosp- need hospital stay. Experts rethinking what fully vaccinated means. See, I told you, it's, it's gonna be tr- it's gonna be triple boosted, folks. This sometime this year, you're you're gonna have to get triple boosted. Count on it. Decades of efforts fail to purge bias in military. Uh, You can't like or retweet anything they deem racist or a terrorist or of terrorist nature. So that that whole story I read through it, especially just saying about how um, there's too much white supremacism in the military and uh, too too much misinformation on vaccines. That's terrorism. And if you retweet or like or follow any of these accounts, you're you're a domestic terrorist. You're a racist, um, and you know worth worth thinking about that in our military. Uh, and China's looking to weaponize brain control, so yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, before we get into the pilot video because it's about five minutes long it's it's listen it's five minutes long and i know this episode's been long a lot of great information i've been putting out but listen if if you listen to anything in this episode listen to this video you want to know why there's been an increase it it seems like there's been an increase in, in 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 flights crashing around the globally and a lot of pilots and cancellations with flights. This is why this is why, but before we get to the video, um, I follow the account on the defiant party on Instagram. And I did this and I was shocked. So if you type in to Google, any four digit number, one 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 zero 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 one two three four. If you type that into Google search bar and you follow it up by saying new cases. So let's say you type in one two three four new cases or one 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 new cases zero 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 one new cases, whatever it is, right? Three six eight four new case new cases whatever you type in it's going to show up with some type of article that usually within the, f- the first 2 to 3 or 5 even articles that pop up of that exact number of covid cases so you you type that in you see and when you when you when you look at it you you know it's It's weird, to say the least. It's very weird, to say the least. But let's get into the video that I have that I recorded from the Epoch Times TV. And this basically, it's a pilot that his career is basically over. He doesn't know how he's going to live anymore. Um, And he's speaking about his vaccine injury. This is some scary stuff, folks. This is real world real life stuff happening. Um, These vaccines are are causing a massive amount of injuries. Um, This ain't no joke. And this dude's basically flight career is ruined. So uh, here's the five minute video of the pilot speaking about his vaccine injury.
2: Joining us now is one gentleman who has experience with this, pilot Cody Flint. Cody, thank you so much for joining us today.
5: Thank you for having me, Cindy.
2: Can you start by briefly telling us your story, what your profession is, and what happened to you after you took the vaccine?
5: Yeah, um, I'm 34 years old. Uh, At the time of vaccine, I was 33. I'm an agricultural pilot. Uh, I use an airplane to spray, fertilize, treat crops um, from the air. Uh, my wife and I on February first volunteered to get the vaccine. Just an exciting day. Thought we were going to put this behind us. Uh, imme- almost immediately, within that 30 minutes, I'd say I started to, to develop a, an odd headache, and um, right in the very top of my head. Uh, over the next few hours, it moved down the back of my neck, became a uh, more of a burning sensation, uh, which was concerning to say the least. That was on a Monday, February 1st, uh, February 2nd. The next day, I just did office work, you know, taking ibuprofen, Tylenol for the headache. I thought eventually it would go away. The uh, Wednesday, February 3rd, I had my first flying job of the year to do. uh, Got in my airplane. Headache still getting worse. I thought to myself, if I can just, you know, get through these few hours of flying, I'll go to my family doctor and, and, you know, see what's going on. Uh, immediately taking off, I realized it was much more than a headache. I, I had tunnel vision, and you know, which is not good. being in an airplane and 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 the agricultural type of flying I do, it's single seat. I'm by myself. There's no co-pilot. Uh, still, I decided to try to push forward, push, get the, through with the job, and you know, keep my commitments to my customers. <laughs> And I flew for probably an hour and a half, two hours, tunnel vision getting worse the entire time. I uh, pulled my airplane up to turn around to head back to our airport. And one second I went from having burning in the back of my neck and tunnel vision to the very next second I was slumped over my airplane. Um, the best way I know to describe it, it was like a bomb went off inside my head. Um, I'm uncontrollably shaking. Couldn't really control my extremities. I I couldn't really tell the position of the airplane. Was it, was I turning? Was I going straight? I actually attempted to land on a four lane highway. Uh, I just did not think I would be conscious by the time I made it back to our runway. I decided against that just for fear of putting other people in danger. Really the last thing I remember is seeing our runway from a few miles away. Uh, The next thing I know I'm kind of coming to and the guys that worked on the ground were explaining to me that I just landed and, and stopped the airplane and was, I just had a blank look on my face and was shaking. Just really by the grace of God that there was not a, an accident. Uh, went to my family doctor. He immediately uh, diagnosed me with vertigo and panic attack. I've never had a history of either of these. Gave me medicine, told me to go home, uh, relax, take the medicine for two days. I should be completely better. After those two days, I was completely worse. Uh, had to hold on to the walls in my house when walking, couldn't drive, couldn't hardly walk a straight line and went to, uh, I was able to get scheduled pretty quickly at the Ear and Balance Institute in Covington, Louisiana. They spent two days running diagnostic tests on me, uh, MRI, CT scan, balance test, hearing test, spinal tap and what they found was my intracranial pressure was about three times higher than normal and the MRI scan showed I had two paralymphatic fistulas which essentially are um, lesions on the on the inner wall of your inner ear so your inner ear gives you all of your balance it has the fluid that floats in it my inner ears were ruptured and were leaking that fluid inward towards the inside of my skull My doctors explained for that to happen to both of my inner ears at the same time on the same day, generally that comes from just highly elevated intracranial pressure from things like a car wreck, major head trauma, uh, things of that nature. Obviously I had none of those. The only thing that changed in my life was I got the vaccine and developed a severe headache immediately that that got worse leading up to that point. Um, After that, I had two surgeries, uh, one in end of March, one in, June, trying to repair the fistulas, had six spinal taps in between to monitor intracranial pressure and dozens of doctor visits.
2: That's absolutely terrifying. And how are you now? So, the last surgery was in June. Has anything
5: improved? You know, I'd, I'd say I kind of have plateaued at this point. Um, I'm better than I was before the surgeries. I still have trouble driving. Um, absolutely no shape to be flying an airplane. Uh, The medicine on top of that, the medicine I take is not FAA approved for pilots to take while flying. You take my pilot's license away from me. You know, I I didn't go to college, so I really have nothing to fall back on.
0: Okay. So there you go, folks. I mean, that's just a first. That ain't fake news. You're not going to see that on Google, CNN, MSNBC, The Washington Post, New York Times, L.A. You're not going to see any of that. Okay. Uh, pretty powerful video. Let's finish this up with some other news. Important news. Epoch Times. China pursues brain control weaponry in bid to command... Future Wars. You know, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I want to bump up the seriousness of this right now because I really feel like most people don't give a shit about what China's doing with their military. So I'm going to play a little bit of music from the Terminator while I'm talking about this story because I think it really fits. And as I'm reading through it, you'll understand why this theme music fits what I'm talking about. China has been working on weaponizing the brain for years, spending billions each year on research. According to research papers and articles in military newspapers, Chinese military officials see four areas where innovations in brain science could be weaponized. One, brain emulation refers to the development of high intelligent robots that function like humans. Two, brain control is the integration of humans with machines into one, allowing soldiers to perform tasks ordinarily impossible to them. Three, super brain involves the use of electromagnetic radiation such as infrasonic waves and ultrasound to stimulate human brains and activate the brain's latent potential or latent potential for controlling the brain, applying advanced technology to interfere with and manipulate on how people think. So basically, um, yeah, China is researching and spending billions of dollars on how to create cyborgs and Terminators. Yeah. So isn't that nice? While well, we're thinking about, our military is thinking about the next booster shot. Our military is thinking about how to get rid of soldiers through because they feel that they're white supremacists. And they're getting rid of them because they're unvaxxed. And our government's watching the soldiers who are kicked out due to being unvaccinated because of extremist groups that might start a civil war. And they're worried about pronouns and creating um, Air Force suits for women who are pregnant uh, and paying millions of dollars for transgender surgeries. Uh, China is busy making cyborgs and Terminators. Uh, the last piece of information that I'm going to get into is from the New York Post, and it's NASA to prepare for alien contact. NASA hired 24 theolo- theologians, Jesus, theolo- theologians, This is how you know folks that it's been a long episode was when you can't even fucking talk anymore. So they hired a bunch of 24 people who are basically our priests and they hired him to study human reaction to aliens and how to prepare for their arrival. Now, why are you seeing this? Uh, Am I going to sit here and say that aliens Are real? They could be, who knows Um, But it's also Possibly I think, in my opinion This is like their last ditch Effort for um, World government Especially when you start Talking about climate change Um, I could possibly see some type of fake alien invasion or fake alien contact, uh, because we won't really know if they're aliens or not. I can see the government saying, Hey, we've had some fake alien contact, some, some fake transmission and that they're going to whip up and basically saying, Hey, if you don't have a one world government, uh, then we're going to come back and destroy your asses. I think that's their last ditch effort. If this COVID thing doesn't pan out the way they want it to, if the climate change, if Agenda 2020-30 doesn't pan out the way they want it to, then that's the route they're going to go. They're, They're getting you used to seeing this type of information. They're getting you used to it. So then if they do have to roll this out, you've already seen this a couple times. You've already seen multiple movies about where aliens have invaded Earth or we have made contact. So you've already kind of been pre-programmed into dealing with aliens, right? Just like how many movies have you seen before the pandemic about aliens? like Contagion and, and other movies about sicknesses and viruses, right? Contaminating and the, the whole, the, to the entire global population. And now you have it, right? It's getting you used to it. So it's, it's all pre-programming. Uh, that does just about does it for this episode. Um, I, was going to go through and do another episode on the Spars pandemic. um, How that relates to Event 201 and how that relates to where we are right now. Uh, there's about 88 pages of it. I was going to go through a lot of it, half of it. But I think I'm going to save that for next week. So look for an episode about the Spars pandemic and Event 201 next week. Uh, before I hit Arizona because I'm going up to Arizona next week uh, to look for apartments. It's happening folks. I'll be down in Arizona. And then once I'm in Arizona, um, I'm going to really get this podcast thing set up. So hopefully I can start creating some videos, but I want to leave you with a clip from Joe Rogan talking about freedom. Freedom. And how important it is. And how if we don't make freedom a number one priority, we could end up in a dictatorial state. So, listen, thanks for listening, guys. Really, Seriously, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you go to my Instagram and follow me at 1989, then please leave a comment on how I can do the show better if you want to something to listen to if you want to for me to talk about something a specific issue you feel that's important for that that's important to talk about please send me a message or comment on one of my posts i'll see it and 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 i'll talk about it so uh listen again happy new year guys i hope i really am crossing my fingers and and hoping 22 is great so all right guys thanks for listening
3: As soon as you give politicians power, any kind of power that didn't exist previously, if they can figure out a way to force you into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, historically, they are not going to that power up they find new reasons to we have to protect those freedoms at all cost whether you agree with people's choices or not because it is the foundation that this country was founded on freedom this idea of freedom there's so many people that think it's frivolous it's not important it's not the main thing that we should be focused on but it is the literal structure that allows this country to be so fucking amazing every single country that's ever existed other than the united states up until 1776 every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators all of them this is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known it created the greatest cultural machine the greatest machine of art and creativity and innovation right fucking here and how did it do that it did it to freedom and as soon as you see something, anything that comes along and inhibits your freedom, you should be very cautious with that. You should be very suspicious. Because anything that comes along that can inhibit your freedom is, by definition, anti-American. <laughs>